success. All right. Yes. Well, happy Monday, everyone. Welcome. My name is Connor, and I'm the Spotlight Manager, and this is my MC, my co-host MC. Oh, hi. I'm Ashley. Nice. <laughs> I'm the Assistant Spotlight Manager. I'm picking up on cues. As we all are. Sorry, I didn't give you a heads up. But uh, welcome, everyone, to this week's Spotlight Series of Talk With Me, featuring, that's right, one of you, a student. This week's first brand new guinea pig, let's say, is a sophomore here at LMU. Um, he's a film student, and um, he's been an incredible part of the main team thus far. Um, he's a writer, he's a photographer, he's a comedian, he's a fashion icon, he's a philosopher, he's an enigma. Please put your hands together for the Henry Vaughn. Wow. Thank you so much. Um, that's crazy. That's the most generous intro or comment that anyone's ever made about me ever. So thank, thank you very much for that. That was, that was very sweet. That was sweet tea. Of course, of course. Um, I mean, we already kind of talked about this when we were, when we were getting into it, but uh, mm -hmm. entering now that we're in week six, How's, six. It been, how's it been going, man? How, give us, give us a little update. Give us a little. <laughs> um, just generally, just like an overview. Um, yeah. It's been. Uh, I don't want to open on any sort of sour note here. So just, just <laughs> no. That, that's that's that. why I put it in the front. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Um, but I cannot conclusively say that despite it, school being online, that it is somehow easier. Right. In mm. fact, I've talked to a few people and it seems that it maybe is the complete opposite, mm -hmm. um, which I think we've all learned now uh, in a really like disappointing hard way. Um, yeah. That said, I feel good and am uh, trying to escape my computer by just completely rejecting um, my phone's notifications, um, the smallest things that I should maybe be working on, and am gradually becoming um, a complete worshiper of the outdoors and any basically any any uh, situation that isn't me directly in front of my laptop, like crouching over and slowly becoming a hunchback. Yeah. <laughs> wow, a man of the world. <laughs> yeah, super well traveled down my street. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Well, like in terms of your major, how do you think the like remote transition has been? Like, is there something that works really well or just stuff that hasn't been a good transition? Um, I mean, I'm doing editing and screenwriting classes right now. And it's like, they're fine. They're good. Mm -hmm. And I, I only think of how like, and this is like a kind of an age old thing with talking about film, but like, it's very like filmmaking is very elitist in that you mm -hmm. need certain parameters in terms of your computer and your equipment. And I feel like online film school is actually doing the opposite of what film schools set out to do, which is level like the technological playing field. Right. And so instead it's very much like well, I need to do this credit 
okay, well then just do it. And it doesn't matter <laughs> that you're not going to get the things that you need to like mm -hmm. actually, you know, whatever, make a, a, your 300 film or, you know, basically like learn the importance of teamwork and filmmaking among peers. And instead we're just going to keep you in your home. Granted, I don't know how they're doing 300 and Proud 101, but <laughs> that is a worry of mine. Yeah, um, I, it's almost like you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I do not want to know. Um, and yeah, so I hope that, and, and I don't mean to like be, be sounding like any sort of an a-hole that thinks no, I have to no, be some sort of like um, prophet or saint protecting the film kids but i just feel like that is what is happening and it is a bit of a bummer and i know it's not exclusive to film you know like imagine like music and access to like a piano or whatever yeah. um is like a totally different story and the same with like theater and probably seven other things that my small brain can't think of right now <laughs> but yeah well it's so interesting that you say that henry because and wow I can be Hendry. We can let's Hendry. add the D. Let, let's let's add the Askin. <laughs> it's oh, time. That's <laughs> wow. No, no, it's fine. And Henner. Um, yeah, Henner. Yeah. Zooming back a little bit. Now let's. Oh, get nice. Less oh. less specific. <laughs> um, what do you think? This virtual learning as a whole has kind of shown, if anything, about the education system structure that we kind of have been like forced on in our kind of society now what, what can you say about that i mean if anything it's making us understand the definition of school and the classroom environment a little bit more right because like getting like like you know no pun intended but like zooming out way too far and wondering like we have this weird, bad opportunity to remove the element of meeting in a physical space with class. So then it becomes like, well, then what's class? Well, I guess it's not a physical right. space. It's just mm -hmm. a gathering of people. Um, and I guess the, maybe the biggest thing that I'm realizing, like both last semester and a little bit of the summer, because I took like one class um, and now is just, you know, how much class is defined by like the temperance and the outlook of the teacher and how it basically becomes like your class almost is defined or is defined um by the teacher you know and it's it's also weird too because we're and i guess this you don't really need to like have a national pandemic to learn this a global <laughs> pandemic to learn this but like kids aren't really going to care once we switched once we go to online and if anything like participation becomes like it becomes the case of like being really self-conscious and kind of embarrassed like raising your hand now almost feels like like writing a youtube comment or like <laughs> participating in a really fast moving like twitch chat that you mm -hmm. you're like you don't belong in or something and it's just it's just a bummer you know <laughs> yeah yeah that was kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is a nice through line between um, <laughs> yeah. what film has lost and uh, what we've learned about school. Um, mm -hmm. But I mean, whatever. Like the flip side of the coin is that despite the awkwardness that comes with Zoom or like WhatsApp or whatever you're learning on, you know, like you can mm -hmm. still participate. And I think it's just a question of having the 
the sunnier, more colorful mindset to just cut through and realize that if we removed all the wires and the BS between us and the professor, it is the same class and the same relationship. And then what, yeah. I, mean, I mean, granted it can be like a really hard shift, especially if you're stuck in your home. Um, but I think it's still an important shift to make um, yes. that makes it a little easier. Yeah, definitely. Go off, Henry. Speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is just going to be me laying out my manifesto of Zoom school. Um, I mean, and the rules and regulations. That's how we started, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Tila decided. I'm sick of the physical school. We need to release a virus. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. If you're listening to this, any sort of official with any power, I'm not insinuating. You would not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Just watch me get arrested in my house tomorrow. You know, he's moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, I guess like enough of enough of that nice, serious FBI stuff. Yeah. Get the FBI out of here. We'll, we'll keep it on, on the light stuff. Now that we've done sort of our, our ritualistic check-ins. Yes. The uh, listener is pushed through. Yeah. Um, So, and I really want you to think hard about this because okay. I, I, I care deeply about your answer, Henry. Um, <laughs> I thought about this question specifically for you. This what, is so sweet. What is the one item that you really truly think you would not be able to live without during quarantine? And if you say a laptop, I'll, I'll be upset because- Okay, 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 <laughs> that's, that's fair, that's fair. Um, or your phone or some like some wise ass answer. Yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is actually pretty mushy, but um, my, my pet rabbits, um, outside of my home, my home, like I own it. No, outside of my parents' <laughs> owned home that I get to live in, um, there's two rabbits in, a, in this like two-story hutch, and they have this pen that they get to play around in and hide in boxes and stuff. And this is so, uh, just, just bear with me. Like... Um, one's name is Kirby. The other's name is Socks. Uh, there's been like a debate about, sorry. That's amazing. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, no, we, my mom and I just love them so dearly. And I, um, you know, there's like, I'm busy and stuff, but, uh, when I have the time or like when I'm having a, a good day where like my phone hasn't yelled at me enough to where I can like carve out some time to just sit with them um i'll just sit with them and um there's like a simplicity and a peace to the way that they run around and just like take care of each other and i mean this is so like way too broad and big and scary but like keep going i had the thought of like if if the world is ending (laughs) um it's like all of those moments go away too which is way too rough and sad but like all the silence and these like gentle moments of care that these two rabbits share with each other are just all gone and it's weird because there are movies and books and tv shows all yelling about it and heavily dramatizing it but there was something about thinking about that how, and that like just cut right through me. And I was like really 
just a heavy, like very pensive, like reverent moment to just acknowledge like, wow, that there's so much value in watching these two, you know, rodents just hang out that I, it's like more than caring about humanity in like a really strange way. But it was, yeah. I mean, I just really, um, it made me just value those two so much more. Um, yeah. Aww. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, they are. That they're, was really they're, deep. They're, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it speaks to like what we've kind of learned throughout all of this is that like, we really can't take anything for granted. Like we just can't take any opportunities, any time that we have here, like, or just in any situation, like we just can't take advantage of it. Um, or we can't not, sorry. Um, yeah. That's like a double negative. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. We just grammar. But I mean, 2020 has just been such a crazy year. I think, I, I don't know. Ashley, you've definitely experienced that 2020 has been a whirlwind, haven't you? Yeah, no, definitely. Like yeah. in our like little meeting before this, we were just talking about how like nothing could have prepared us for this. Like everything happens every day. Can't catch a break. That's okay though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's definitely just been so much that, we've all gone through this year that I just didn't think that we'd ever have to deal with. I mean, I didn't even know like pandemics happened every hundred years, but maybe <laughs> I thought way. like my Same. lifetime would be in that like, like little gap where nothing would happen, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's just so much we couldn't have thought of that happened, but that makes us grow. Hopefully we'll look back on this year and think, Hey, yeah. At least I got through it. At least yeah. if I do, I yeah. think I will. I mean, <laughs> if I'm healthy. <laughs> yeah. Fun for you, Ashley. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So kind of on the same like 2020 topic, less like a way less deep question. I mean, you can make it deep if you want, but <laughs> so we've had an unexpected year, but if you could be the writer of this year's film, like if you were to write 2020, what would be like your surprise ending? Like how would you end the movie? Oh man. Like basically if, how much leeway do I have? Am I writing from now? Like literally yeah. from October 5th, yeah. like I have to write yeah. the rest of the year. You're writing the last yeah. like 25%. Wow guys. Um, <laughs> I mean, let me, first, let me first start by saying that I don't think um, anyone should have this responsibility that said i will really take it um, you're the only person i personally would trust with <laughs> wow i'm so honored yeah. guys yeah you really I mean, I mean i need to hop off this pedestal you guys are <laughs> point um man i think jeez oh, i mean this is a rough preface to any sentence, but like politically believe what you're going to believe. But I think um, like there's just so much potential for like, Oh yeah. Irony with Trump. Oh, yeah. you know? oh, absolutely. There's so much dramatic potential with it. Um, and it's also like, I don't know. It's like, it's so funny how Biden is such a well-written character. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like a, a counter, a counterpart, like to yes. his, his like, they're like juxtaposed almost yes. perfectly in the right ironic type of 2020 way. 
Totally, totally. Yeah. 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 How Biden was a stutterer. And now he's like making speeches against this just loud trash machine, you know? And so, I mean, I, I think yeah. it's really like, I don't know, it would have to, it would have to come down to, um, I think there'd be a great visual in like people being like being like getting vaccines around Christmas time because it feels like such a fitting, you know, context for yes. not having to, not having to worry about something so deadly, you know? Mm -hmm. And so pairing that with like, maybe like a few vaccinated like East coast towns or something that are like heavily wooded. Mm. And then you can have kind of, you know, people hugging their grandmothers for the first time in like months, you know, oh, like, yeah. like, if, if we were really going to write it, we would like probably stick with like some sort of family that we could see. Um, we would see uh, the election and the virus and the protests through the lens of them, you know, and what's right. I, would, I mean, we all want the, the vaccine to happen as soon as possible. Um, but it would, it would probably end with something like poignant about how there's one less thing to worry about once we have the vaccine. Mm. And then maybe we'd also have like Amy. Oh, it'd be so good if Amy Coney Barrett had like a oh dream, <laughs> had like a, had like a dream of just like her, her dead grandfather or something just saying like, Amy, think about what's right. You know, oh my God. like Remember if she went like on yeah like exactly in the moment yeah yeah like if she went on like hunting trips with her grandfather and it was all like him her him explaining to her like well this is why you should kill this animal like very atticus finch like don't yeah. kill a mockingbird you know mm -hmm. and just use that to like just just like squish the issue down to like well amy like what's the right thing to do and it would be to revoke um the nomination um <laughs> But that's her story, and we can only <laughs> yeah. pray that that would happen. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Right. Yeah, I hope that was a that went that went a lot of directions. No, um, but I mean, no, that, that was, was really good. I, I just <laughs> I knew that your creative mind would have some type of like spin to it, and I just wanted to see where it would go. <laughs> well, but thanks. that being said, I mean that's all fun to write about, you know, fiction and what could happen. Right. Can right, you give right. us any like maybe a little sneak preview, maybe a little teaser, maybe a little hint? of anything you're currently working on, if anything. And if not, that's also cool too. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> I, um, well, I did one episode of this like socially distant interview show with just friends of mine. And so I did one episode of that with my friend Giovanni. Uh, he goes to Chapman. He's a like a vocal performance guy. He's really funny. Um, and then I filmed another episode with my friend who's really good at skating. So I'm trying to get that together, um, which is fun. And I hope it turns out well. But another thing that I just filmed uh, was uh, something I did with uh, Olivia Garver, who's uh, in our year, um, or actually actually in my year. Connor is just going to be long gone. And, and Zoe as well, just for the <laughs> listener. There's a whole team of friends here. Um, I'm your year. What are you talking about? I know. I said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm just the old head. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You're the odd one out. No. Put him out. Um, yeah, but but she and I, we watched uh, over the course of a few weeks. We watched 
all of the Transformers movies directed by Michael Bay as a type of like self-inflicted torture. And we just filmed a video <laughs> like decompressing uh, and like talking about all of them. And so I'm gonna try and get that done at some point. It's like 30 minutes Friday. I have to cut down. But mm-hmm. that was really, really hard and funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can't even imagine what that experience would be like, yeah. end up like. like it's, just... it's really, it was really bad. It was just really bad. And I'm so glad that I had someone to do it with because yeah. those films are like not made for people to watch. Like they're so loud and they move so fast mm-hmm. that it's literally, it's like, it's like if, um, it's like talking to, um, you know, like, like someone with really, really bad ADHD, you know, like untreated ADHD, where it's just like, you want to talk about one thing, but they've already cycled to like a third topic, you know? Yeah. But, and what's, what's probably like the cardinal sin of them is that like, they're all two and a half hours, you know, they're just these beasts of films that like, aren't designed for anyone to like, logically follow. And they don't (laughs) like, like characters come back to life. Um, Characters who got shot in the head, one movie will come back to the next. You could probably write like a dissertation on just Michael Bay movies, like plot holes, yeah. and like, <laughs> and just do a full analysis. Yeah. Of all of them. yeah. Oh, like, totally, totally. There's a really good uh, series of videos on YouTube by uh, uh, Lindsay Ellis, um, mm. who it's called the whole plate because okay, really, this is the most I'll talk about it. Just That's bear it. with do me. It. Do um, it. There's a scene in the first Transformers where this hacker girl who's like British and hot because everyone in these movies is hot because Michael so Bay doesn't know what people look like. And um, they get capped, like it's her and this black guy who's like comic relief because again, Michael just only thinks in stereotypes. Yeah. And they're getting interrogated and they, for some reason in the interrogation room, there's a plate of donuts and the black guy eats uh, some donuts and then they're like the officials come back in and the black guy is like, I ate the whole plate, the whole plate. And then, but it's a wide shot and you can see the plate and there are like three donuts <laughs> on the plate. So wow. it's, oh, it's like, it's just so unforgivable. And yeah. it's like all these problems that could be solved with like 30 seconds of thinking about it, you know? <laughs> well, especially because like, it's such a, mainstream box office type of yeah like big big budget yeah. project totally you know totally that's, everyone that's just, knows those movies that's disgusting yeah it is it is they're like the worst part of america they're <laughs> literally wow. like they're killing us um, that's <laughs> saying a lot considering that's how america is yeah as yeah. i die of covid just kidding no. yeah <laughs> yeah but that's wow. that was a that lot is... of michael bay slander yeah yeah no wow. if i had to write a paper that's that would be my thesis i'm yeah. looking forward to it sir <laughs> yeah we'll see. it'll i have to do something more than just a video honestly because it's just it, it's just they're so strange they're so strange <laughs> So yeah. we can find your video on YouTube or? Yes, uh, I'm, I'm just Henry Vaughn on YouTube. Okay. Um, no, just literally Henry Vaughn, but Henry no, Vaughn. literally. Yeah. Um, Got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, whatever, my short films are on there and whatever. And we'll whenever I try and do a thing. Yeah. But thanks. Yeah. Thank you. I, yeah. Yeah, no, if, it's awesome that like you're being creative in this time, especially now that like schools 
fully a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean. We'll see. Yeah. It'll run out yeah, probably and I'll just become no. a zombie. Um, Hope not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like when you're doing these projects, when you're figuring out like what you want to film next, whether that's like for YouTube or like for, I don't know what film majors, like, I don't know how much. There's like a path, like, but oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do stuff that just is like, if I have the time and like friends mm -hmm. are in town. Mm. Yeah, but like, yeah, when you're doing these projects, who would you say is like your biggest influence? Um, what inspires you? I mean, besides Michael Bay. Yeah, besides Michael yeah, besides besides Bay. Yeah, a seething you. hatred of Michael yeah. Bay. It's yeah. not that bad. I think it's just he is, it's ridiculous how much power he got and just yeah. whatever. Everything's fine. Gross. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, there was a summer like, um, I think it was before, it was either before junior year of high school, before senior year, where I watched. Um, almost all of Paul Thomas Anderson's films and he's uh, he does like he writes his own stuff he did There Will Be Blood and uh, Boogie Nights those are like kind of his, his big ones he most recently mm -hmm. did um, Phantom Thread three years ago and that was uh, Daniel Day-Lewis's last performance but um, I like him a lot I like his camera movement he does a lot of like push-ins where he just like the camera's on a dolly and it'll just run in really fast. Um, and I just love it. There's like such an energy to how he shoots like the most simple like dialogue scenes. Um, and it's weird. Like I, I don't, I don't, I kind of don't even know why I like him so much, but um, I just do. I think he's a really like a laid back man who just, will write a film and then make it and then it's strangely very good and like very well cast and he 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 brings out really good performances too um so yeah i mean at least with with filmmaking i i really really like like paul and then with comedy i think um super mega there's this this, this duo on youtube called super mega um and like i was obsessed with them senior year and they're just so funny and crass and like you know, it's it's like there it was it was a real it's a real high school thing because they, they like play video <laughs> games and then would like make vlogs of them like walking around Glendale, which is super close to uh, where I live. You know, <laughs> so it was just weird and and really nice. But yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Wow. So and like, yeah. Oh no, go ahead. I was Sorry. just gonna say it's it's even like I, I don't know I, I feel that same kind of connection that you feel with with paul well what was his last name uh thomas anderson he of course he goes by three names he's yeah. kind of pretentious <laughs> all intents and purposes so uh, like so am i for saying that like paul inspires me you know because i've no, done I like just, four things but i suck at I, names I like i'm it's 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 a tr tough time trying to memorize names no but... no it's totally it's the least important thing <laughs> sorry yeah no, i mean no. i guess I, it's always more like I feel more connected to artists and especially ones that ones that are behind the scenes more than kind of in front of the camera or in front of, you know, the spotlights occasion on most occasions that just make it look so easy, right? Like so natural, like, yeah. and I feel like what you were describing with him is that like, he, <laughs> like, he, he just does it in such a way that it it's natural, but it's also adds such a good element to what you're seeing. 
that's exactly yeah dude that's totally like <laughs> no i wasn't i don't have the brain power to articulate it that way but that's exactly it it's like the best type of stylistic moves in like music or film or you know writing or whatever um is is like the style that you don't even notice you know and it's just like oh this is so different but it feels correct you know exactly and it's like and that it's like oh it's so exciting like i can't even <laughs> we don't even are i'm not even able to articulate why it works yeah like in the moment but like it just really flows and feels correct and interesting yeah mm -hmm. really strange stuff good times awesome um oh. what are we gonna say ashley oh earlier oh yeah i was just say that's awesome like i mean would you say that like he, I'm talking about Paul of three names. Yeah, Paul of three, Paul <laughs> three, Paul names. Of three names. Yeah, yeah, Paul of three names. So yeah. would you say he like made you or just helped you know that like you wanted to pursue film or um, I don't know. It was more just like, I don't know. There was like a, I think it, I watched his stuff. Um, you know, like when when you're watching like, a movie or like listening to some music and they again it's it goes back to like artistic choices where it's mm -hmm. like there are artistic choices that really interest you and it's like I don't really know why why it worked or why he chose that I just want to go back to it you know and like yeah. see it again or I'm just interested by it it was more that than necessarily like this is so exciting I know films uh what I want to do it was Oh, this is so silly and like, not, like <laughs> take takes a little bit of like the artistic piss out of what I was saying. But like, I really wanted to do film or wanted to make a film the first time I saw the trailer for the second Kingsman movie. I, I forgot what movie I was watching, but I saw that, dude, dude, to this day, watch the trailer to the second Kingsman movie. It is I'm the actually coolest thing. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going so to cool. now. <laughs> and I was like, this is so cool and has no regard for like the rules of like, well, let's really sit with the character and like, what are they feeling? Like it was not concerned with like really getting into the nitty gritty of like, being a film like Arrival or like, you know, you know, Taxi Driver or something. It was just like, we're just going to be really fun and not ask any questions or ask you any questions other than just to sit down and like be entertained with a bunch of spy nonsense. And the movie's bad, but like the trailer, <laughs> dude, oh. the trailer was I, like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like just films where the trailer just kicks the ass of the yeah. movies. Just like, mm -hmm. yeah, what is happening? Yeah. You know? No, I, I, especially now with like, I mean, people are just getting so ambitious with their trailers. Like yeah. di di different companies tend to just like style things differently and think yeah. some things work better, but it's yeah. like, like some of the trailers are really top notch. And then I, it makes me want to see the movie yes. and then it, it, it lives up to it. And sometimes it, it doesn't, but you know, yeah. speaking, speaking of, of judging movies though, mm -hmm. we're going to move on to our last and final section, which is basically what was in your opinion has mm -hmm. been one of the biggest either film TV show, like some type of media content snubs, we'll say losses ever. Uh -huh. You think. Uh -huh. Man. it's a hard question and especially because it's not like we haven't really had like an award season this year that's like been yeah. felt complete 
So that's why I, I didn't just say this year. You can kind of yeah. stretch yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Whatever you think is under underrated or underestimated. In yeah, the, totally. Uh, that's a great size. question. Thanks, man. Yeah, of um, course. There's, uh, well, historically, uh, Crash winning Best Picture in 2005, I think, mm-hmm. was a huge upset because it was neck and neck with Brokeback Mountain. Mm-hmm. And it was basically the Academy telling the world, like, hey, we know that Broke Back Mountain's like a great movie and deserves it, but it's gay, you know? Like it was lit, like, like it was pretty explicit and pretty embarrassing because Crash is about race and like race in LA. And it's like, it was literally like, as opposed to choosing the better movie, they just chose the one that was more palatable mm-hmm. at the time. And not that like it's one guy, just like Oscar sitting in a throne being like that one, you know, like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a voter base, but a lot yeah. of these voters are a- actors, which is a whole separate problem. Like yes. it shouldn't be mostly actors, yes. you know, although actors are brave and like supermodels and amazing and will get depressed. And it's crazy that that's even a job, but still like, still (laughs) um yeah but no in terms of like not nerdy historical stuff that like people should get really excited about um it's pretty dark but one thing that i was uh, because i watched uh twin peaks over the break and was i was talking to my friend about david lynch and uh blue velvet is a really really good uh it's really, really good. It's by David Lynch. It's from 1986. Um, and it's very, very dark. But there's like, there's a really, uh, there's something really beautiful about it in that it plays this, like, it ta- it kind of tells the story of two worlds of like, this very sunny, like, um happy-go-lucky like 1950s town there's like one of the first shots is literally like a guy on a fire engine just waving like something that would just never happen (laughs) and then at night like the worst most heinous stuff happens and it's just it's like brutal but it's it's very interesting and it's i don't know it's crazy that um it holds up as well as it does Mm. um I, I mean, there are like hundreds of other ones, like yeah, uh, the the Korean movie Burning. It's on Netflix right now. It's probably it's like it, it's maybe the best. It's, I think it's one of the best films I've seen. Um, it has uh, Steven Yeun in it. I'm looking it up right now. So if you can hear me <laughs> typing, it's just my rat fingers trying to find it. Um, but <laughs> No, no. It has Steven Yeun in it from The Walking Dead. It's all in Korean, though. And Steven Yeun speaks Korean. And it's like the best, dude. It's uh, granted, it's pretty slow, um, but it's for a good reason. And I think um, it like the what, no movie looks like it. I don't know how they did the color grade like that, which is basically just like mixing colors and adding like deciding what value skin should have, um, which doesn't make any sense to anyone who basically whatever. It's just math and stuff, um, but it looks very pretty. And it's, um, I don't know, I think it's nice and quiet and fun. Um, also, The Wicker Man, which is also on Netflix, it's kind of like an indie one, um, but it's very good and it's very culty. Um, and they made a remake with Nick Cage in 2006, and that was really like offensively bad. Um, oh. so don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Um, and Dare then, you, yeah, Nick sorry. Cage if i just am i i don't i don't want to go too fast or like 
just attack anyone with film information. Um, <laughs> I was just defending, you know, my national treasure. Uh. Nick Cage? Oh, yeah, totally. I'm right there with you. My brother and I would watch, like, there was a time where, like, he'd wake up and we'd both just start National Treasure, like, every morning for, like, two weeks. Um, yeah. That's such a good bonding activity. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, also. And I'm, 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 I'm getting, we're in the home stretch here. Um, um, All good, Henry. Yeah. Uh, Barry Jenkins' third movie, Moonlight's his second, but his third, which came mm. out 2018, uh, If Beale Street Could Talk. It is amazing. And the close-ups in it are so beautiful. He makes the choice. I think he did, he did it in Moonlight a few times, but he, it takes a totally like, flips really wholesome uh context in this because it's a romance so he'll have these really beautiful shots where the main characters are just looking at the camera but as their character obviously and it's just i don't know how it works that well and again it's what we were talking about like style somehow just gelling like beautifully into the film but it does exactly that um the score is also just it's like ridiculously good um we yeah. love to hear that. <laughs> Do a music. Yeah. 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 Um, and then this isn't anything like this was a kind of, it's one of like the best Korean movies ever. Um, but old boy, I was listening to the music today and old boy in 2000 from 2003 um, is like also really dark to be fair, but is like amazing. Like just it's, it's so good and uh, it has so much style and it's just a really like brutal, visceral revenge movie. Um, yeah, I mean, there are, th- again, like a thousand things, <laughs> yeah. but. Yeah, well, actually, it's funny you say that, that there's like a thousand different movies that have, or I mean, pieces of just works that have been. Yeah. No, because that's my terrible, terribly unrelated segue to tell nice. our listeners, viewers, audience, what have you, now more than ever, it is crucial that we vote in our own election. <laughs> election. Yes. Okay? With elections coming up, please, please, please make sure you are registered to vote. Go to, go to vote.org. You can go to vote.org and vote and register. I love you. Us, Maine will help you, ASLMU, but please make sure to register to vote all through October. We are here for you. Um, I'll hand off our closing sentiment to my co-host, Ashley. Thank you so much. So yeah, I mean, we just thank you, Henry, for answering all our questions of and course. for talking with us. So fun. And yeah, um, we hope your midterm season's going well or decently. Wish you the best. Do you have any final send off for us? Yeah, you. Oh, yeah. oh my anything, God. Anything for the world. Yeah. Any, wow, else? that's so generous. This is a real <laughs> like uh, the end of the hot ones episodes. It's like, it's like really, it's always really wholesome. You know, it's like, do you have anything going on like at all? I guess yeah. So good. Um, yeah. Well, I just wanted to say thank you for letting me like really steal the show on the podcast. Not as though I did a good job, but like you gave me a lot of airtime to speak, which was very respectful and probably not earned. Um, no, it no, was, it was earned. Well earned, Henry. Thanks, Henry. Yeah. Well earned. Yeah, Henry. Um, I would only say, um, listen, if you haven't seen the movie Seven with Brad Pitt, you need to see it. It's very <laughs> sad and dark again, but you should see it. And then the last one, Forever, 
And it, it's just, it's Peanut Butter Falcon with Shia oh, LaBeouf. It's a very I small love, movie. Love did you see that it? one. I did I know. see it. I, it's I cried. so good. I cried. It's I, so good. I, I it's, cried. It's the best. It's Dakota like Johnson best is, is forever going to be my crush, but. I know. Oh, she's wonderful. In that. Oh, she's, yeah. she is wonderful. And Shia yeah. LaBeouf is making a huge exactly. comeback recently. So. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So Peanut Butter Falcon, just on the topic of Transformers, it's like a really <laughs> good step in absolving the sin of yes. like, the first three movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. awesome. Good to know. Thank you so much, Henry. Thank you everyone course, for listening, guys. tuning in with uh, Talk With Me today. Make sure to stay in touch with Main Entertainment through our Instagram, our Facebook, our Leo page, and now on Spotify, where you will be able to find these podcasts every other week. Take it easy, and as always, keep talking with me.